Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Welcome to the second part of our ornamentation series. And this time we'll be talking about tattoos, the history, the health risks, and what the Bible says about it. So stick around and you'll be learning a lot today about tattoos. Now, tattooing is an art form and form of body modification where a pigment is inserted into a skin to change its color permanently. It's very It's a very old tradition and today is more popular and socially acceptable than ever. Evidence that prehistoric people knew and practiced tattooing are tools discovered Well, they were discovered in France, Portugal, and Scandinavia. These tools are at least 12,000 years old and were used for tattooing. Oldest surviving tattoos are the ones found Otzi, the Iceman, mummy found in Otz Valley in the Alps and uh, dating from the 5th to 4th millennium BC. We also know that Germanic and Celtic tribes also tattooed themselves. Mummy of Amunet from ancient Egypt and the mummies at Har let me let me see if I can say this correctly at Pazarek and uh, Siberia. Well, Pazarek is in Siberia, dating from the end of second millennium BC that we found also have tattoos on them so tattoos were known around the world very early in human history now well known decorative tattooing was looked down upon and religious tattooing was mainly practiced in Egypt and Syria according to Robert Graves in his book the Greek myths Tattooing was not common amongst certain religious groups in the ancient Mediterranean world, which may have contributed to the prohibition of tattooing in Leviticus. They were also marks of a status in a society, but also a punishment. Tattoos in the Philippines were marks of rank and accomplishments, and people there believed that they had magical properties. When Christianity appeared, tattooing was considered a barbaric tradition and it slowly faded in Europe to return with transoceanic travels in the 16th century. Travelers like Sir Martin Frobisher, William Dampier, and Captain James Cook brought home with them indigenous people from places they visited and they were often tattooed. At first, tattooing was reserved for sailors and lower classes. 
But in time, as tattoo artists became more and more proficient, tattooing became a hobby of aristocracy, which had money to pay high prices of professionals. As the tattooing became cheaper, it again was seen as a mark of a lower class. It stayed like that until 1960s and the hippie movement when it slowly entered mainstream changing from deviant behavior to acceptable form of self-expression. It became so mainstream that even Mattel started selling Barbie dolls with tattoos. People of both sexes, of all economic classes, and of all ages wear tattoos if they want to. In 2000, 15% of Americans had tattoos. Hepatitis was a big problem after the Second World War and many places banned tattooing. Some places didn't lift the ban until relatively recently. The most effective way of tattoo removal today is laser removal. Laser breaks large pigment particles into smaller particles so a body can absorb them and get rid of them in a natural way. Greek written records of tattooing date back to at least the 5th century BCE. The ancient Greeks and Romans used tattooing to penalize slaves criminals and prisoners of war also so that the slaves could be easier to identify if they escape chinese also tattooed their criminals in the early 7th century criminals were widely being tattooed as a visible mark of punishment criminals were marked with symbols typically including crosses lines double lines and circles on certain parts of the body, mostly the face and arms. These symbols sometimes designated the places where the crimes were committed. In one area, the character for dog was tattooed on the criminal's forehead. The government of Meiji, Japan, formed in 1868, banned the art of tattooing altogether viewing it as barbaric and lacking respectability. If a tattoo ink has metals, there is a rare chance that it will become hot during MRI tests. Ancient Egypt practiced medical tattooing among other forms. They, for instance, had tattoos for treatment of chronic pelvic peritonitis that's inflammation of the peritoneum earliest tattoo inks were made of carbon and ash Thai tattoos also known as yantra tattooing have been common since ancient times just as other native southeast asian cultures animistic tattooing was common in Thai tribes that were in South China. Over time, this animistic practice of tattooing for luck and protection assimilated Hindu and Buddhist ideas. 
The Sakyat traditional tattoo is practiced today by many and is usually given either by a Buddhist monk or a Brahmin priest. The tattoos usually depict Hindu gods and use the Mon script or ancient Khmer script, which were the scripts of the classical civilizations of mainland Southeast Asia. Among the Inuit people, some nations tattooed female faces and parts of the body to symbolize a girl transitioning into a woman, coinciding with the start of her first menstrual cycle. A tattoo represented a woman's beauty, strength, and maturity. This was an important practice because some Inuit believed that a woman could not transition into the spirit world without tattoos on her skin. From 1712 to 1717, Joseph Francois Lafitte, a Jesuit missionary, recorded how the indigenous people in North America, specifically the Petun and Neutrals, were applying tattoos to their skin and developed healing strategies in tattooing the jawline to treat toothaches. Indigenous people had determined that certain nerves that were along the jawline connected to certain teeth. Thus, by tattooing those nerves, it would stop them from firing signals that led to toothaches. Some of these early ethnographic accounts questioned the actual practice of tattooing and hypothesized that it could make people sick due to unsanitary approaches. Today, at least one-fifth of adults in the United States has at least one tattoo and um, the number is actually bigger than that now tools used to create tattoos through time so now we're talking about tools not only have social perceptions and popular designs change over time so too have the tools and inks used to give tattoos Prior to modern-day tattoo guns, tattoo tools were made out of a variety of different materials. The tattoo tools used in Polynesia require two people to make a tattoo. These tools consist of a simple chisel and hammer. The tattoo artists make a series of little cuts in the skin. The ink is then hammered directly into the skin where the cuts have been made. This method is commonly known as stick and poke. Similar techniques are seen in tribal communities, where the culture of tattoos reflects a rite of passage. Ancient Egyptian tattoo needles were thought to be made from bronze. Needles came in different sizes in order to create both intricate and basic designs. The first tattoos used homemade inks, these inks were likely made from ash or soot, mixed with oil or breast milk. Samoyan tattoo ink is traditionally made from the candle nut, which is left to smolder on a hot fire. Soot is then collected from the burning nut and mixed with sugar and water. Now moving on to modern day tattoo equipment. The tattoo guns that are used today came from more humble beginnings in 1891. 
The first electric tattoo machine was patented by Samuel O'Reilly. The design was based on a modified version of the electric pen created by Thomas Edison. The arrival of the electric tattoo machine saw a steady increase in the popularity of tattoos. Inks used in in the guns were created used using geological or mineral sources. Black ink was made using iron oxide or carbon, and cinnabar was used to make red. Different shades of orange, red, and yellow were made using different cadmium compounds. I wonder if you remember what we said about cadmium earlier when we were talking about jewelry. I hope you remember that. Recently, modern technology has seen a shift from mineral-based pigments. Organic pigments are now more commonly used. Modern-day inks also contain a variety of fillers, binding agents, and preservatives. Now, my sources for all this information is one from www.historyoftattoos.net, also from wikipedia.org, and also from www.historyoftattoos.net authoritytattoo.com so next we'll be moving on to because if we don't know the history of a thing we really don't know where it's coming from or where it is going or why in the world should we not or should we do it so we're moving on right now to the health risks of tattoos The process which is done without anesthetics causes a small amount of bleeding and slight to potential significant pain. Know the risks. Tattoos breach the skin, which means that skin infections and other complications are possible, including 1. Allergic reactions. Tattoo dyes, especially red, green, yellow, and blue dyes, can cause allergic skin reactions, such as an itchy rash at the tattoo site. This can occur even years after you get the tattoo. 2. Skin infections. A skin infection is possible after tattooing. 3. Other skin problems. Sometimes an area of inflammation called a granuloma <laughs> Didn't say that. A granuloma can form around tattoo ink. Tattooing also can lead to keloids, raised areas caused by an overgrowth of scar tissue. 4. Bloodborne diseases. If the equipment used to create your tattoo is contaminated with infected blood, you can contract various bloodborne diseases, including methicillin-resistant staphylococcus aureus, that's M-R-S-A, hepatitis B and hepatitis C, so that's three different bloodborne diseases. Um, Let me go over that again. So that's methicillin-resistant staphylococcus aureus, that's M-R-S-A. And also hepatitis B and hepatitis C. Number five, 
I hope you're not hearing that. Uh, number five, MRI complications. Rarely tattoos or permanent makeup might cause swelling or burning in the affected areas during magnetic resonance imaging, that's MRI exams. In some cases, tattoo pigments can interfere with the quality of the image. So it may mess with the MRI scans. And last, medication or other treatment might be needed if you experience an allergic reaction to the tattoo ink or you develop an infection or other skin problem near a tattoo. And um, other things that having a So we have to be careful when it comes to tattoos. Let me give you some additional um, tips here about, you know, reasons not to get a tattoo. Um, First off, you're planning to become pregnant. Even though tattoo removal is possible, a tattoo is a permanent decision. It should not be taken lightly and it's important to think about its ramifications in the long term. For example, if you are planning to become pregnant in the future, know that your tattoo may change. Any weight gain or loss stretches and then releases your skin, meaning your tattoo could end up looking different than it originally did. And if you get one near your sweat glands, the tattoo affects the way your body sweats. That ink on your skin can actually block sweat. So choose so choose the place where you put it wisely. Or just not put any at all. And um, we also found that the sodium in sweat was more concentrated when released from tattooed skin. A study done by co-author Marie Louet Khmer, she told Time. It also turns out that the skin has a tattoo on it. A skin that has a tattoo on it releases 50% less sweat than surrounding skin. Tattooed skin may not be able to reabsorb those electrolytes as well either. And if you've had, you know, skin cancer, if there is strong history in your family, keep walking the next time you pass the tattoo parlor. While there is not a direct link between tattoos and skin cancer, there is enough concerning information about a possible connection to make you think twice. Now, if you're sick with a virus, it is best to fully recover before undergoing any form of invasive procedure. Tattoo should be thought of as a medical procedure as it poses similar risks as minor surgery does, Dr. Greenberg said. Patients run the risk for an immediate or delayed infection, poor healing, poor scarring, localized or systemic reaction to the ink or dye. And there have also been reported cases of infectious disease transmission from dirty needles and instruments. While some of these risks can be treated with antibiotics, Many of these risks pose long-term consequences. 
and there's also uh, the thing to consider about um, giving blood usually when you do have tattoos I, if I don't remember clearly I don't know if maybe it's about the age of the tattoo or if it's newly done or whatever you're not able to give blood so that's another downer there for it so now we're gonna move on to what the bible says about these um, skin invasions that we do on ourselves it says here in leviticus 18 verses 3 after the doings of the land of egypt wherein ye dwelt shall ye not do and after the doings of the land of canaan whither i bring you shall ye not do neither shall ye walk in their ordinances so we understand that we who say we are servants of yah we should not be doing what the other nations are doing and based on the history of tattoos we realize that none of this had anything to do with any of his believers it was always some other nation and actually even religious tattooing because there was religious tattooing it was only practiced by Egyptians and based on our instruction is that we shouldn't be doing what Egyptians are doing that's their culture and a lot of the cultures of the all the other countries that had their own gods they didn't believe in Yahuwah so in Joshua 24 verses 14 says now therefore fear Yahuwah and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye Yahuwah so we cannot you know we can't get any more straightforward than that Jeremiah 10 verses 2 says thus say Yahuwah learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven for the heathen are dismayed at them for their customs are vain we know this that most of what they have done is either to please their flesh or to please their pagan gods but never at a time was tattoos used to prove or faithfulness to Yahuwah Furthermore, when even moving more into modern day, before it became socially acceptable by Satan, it was used to mark prisoners and lower class and sailors. And sailors were actually lower class too. Leviticus 21 verses 5 says They shall not make more make baldness upon their head neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard nor make any cuttings in their flesh and this was a 
was addressed towards the priests and um, towards the people generally speaking in leviticus 19 verses 28 it says you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead nor print any marks upon you i am yahuwah notice that the verse says any marks so any mark at all is a problem for yahuwah any mark i remember watching a video the other day where at one point this guy was saying okay tattoos are bad and tattoos may um attract evil spirits to you which is actually quite obvious if you're if if back then they used to use it for religious purposes and also to ward away evil and all those things and you know some people believe that if you didn't have the tattoos you couldn't pass on to the afterlife so yahuwah didn't want any of us to believe in any of that nonsense so he didn't want us to make any marks on our flesh but this guy after saying all of these things he turned around and um, started to contradict himself saying that oh yahuwah is not against all cuts and stuff because since he made us circumcise you know those you know he made us circumcise and on all those things but that's not the point here cuts are made today for surgical purposes and that 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 is a actual purpose as to why you would cut the skin so under no other circumstances would you need to cut the skin remember he has a problem with vain purposes why am i doing a tattoo was i commanded to do a tattoo was it even um, written in the bible that i should put on a tattoo no however he says when you are sick you go seek a physician so when the physician cuts you to fix a problem in your body then it becomes expedient as paul says all things are lawful but not all things are expedient all things are lawful but not all things edify If we're doing it just because it looks pretty, then Yahuwah says no to that. He says, I made you. I knew you before you were formed in the womb. I knew you when you were just an idea. And when I created you and the rest of the world, I thought that it was good. So shouldn't he have a say in what looks beautiful from what doesn't look beautiful how do we get to have a say about our creation after he says don't print any marks upon us this is a lot of symbols today that people are using and trying to repurpose you can't repurpose a symbol whatever it was made for will be what it means until the end of time you can't repurpose a symbol that's a trick of satan to get us to deceive ourselves and send ourselves 
to the lake of fire. This repurposing that I've been seeing people doing all over the world with all sorts of things that Yahuwah did not instruct us to become a part of is what is going to lead all of us into taking the mark of the beast. It's either we're going to follow the Bible as we see it or we're going to find excuses and say, oh, it's just that one verse that you're going to use to come against this. No, the whole history talks about what the tattoos were used for. There was nothing there that said it was for believers. At one point, it was for religious purposes, for um, spiritual purposes. And sometimes they were even used in rituals. We know that cutting of the flesh was something paganistic based upon the story where Elijah against about what 400 priests of Jezebel were praising their gods. And when those priests were praising their gods, they cut themselves all over for their gods to hear them. So that's proof. That's 100% proof. That's not just one verse in the Bible. That happened. And whether we want to like it or not, tattooing is cutting the skin. You have to cut the skin to get the ink to go under there. And the Bible says we're not supposed to make cuttings on our flesh. It was a custom back then for people to cut their flesh when people died and shave their heads. So he also pointed out not to make cuttings on your flesh for the dead either. Because while that would be also, again, a real purpose for why you would cut your flesh, he still says not to do that. So there is no reason under heaven as to why we would cut our flesh other than, as I said again, to save a life. Because he says there's no greater love than a man lays down his life for his friend. So if you're saving a life, there's no dispute there. But for anything else other than that, there is no biblical grounds for us. There's no support in it for us to be getting any form of marks or cuts on our bodies. The history speaks for itself. The Bible says, these are the wicked in the world. They increase in riches. And hear that, hear that in the, in, in, in the history of tattoos that only the aristocracy used to take it to mark rank. So at no point in time in history was it any form of good, was it doing any good, was it, 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 it showing any form of positivity. It did not belong to any form of positive people at any point in time. 
So let's not lower ourselves just because we're now deceived into thinking that it is socially acceptable. It's not biblically acceptable. So please just think about this and listen to the Ruach. Because I heard some people the other day when I watched the video, I heard some people saying, and I, <laughs> I find this really funny, that the Holy Spirit told this guy to get a tattoo. And not only did he get a tattoo, he started to tattoo people. I know that was not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not behave itself unseemly. It does not contradict its own word. I am positive of that. And Paul said, it doesn't matter who brings a different doctrine to you from what the Bible says, even if it's an angel. So we need to be careful of that so-called spirit that we're calling Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not contradict what the word says understand this 100% it does not contradict what the word says if it's contradicting what the word said it is not the Holy Spirit the Bible said to try the spirit so please people all you servants of Yahusha out there please guard your souls I should say this, that people also use tattoos. Um, I remember when the guy was talking about tattoos can um, attract evil spirits. And yes, that is, as it is coming to me, sometimes tattoos are used as doorways for evil spirits to enter you. Because you cut your skin. So you make an opening, a permanent opening for them to come in. Now for those who already have tattoos... This message is really not for you. You already have tattoos, have made the mistake. But all is not lost. You can always repent. The only sin that does not have... Um, that we cannot get forgiveness for, no matter how much we pray and say sorry and change our lives and try to cover up what we have done or correct what we have done because if we can't um, correct what we have done like as we said like tattoos the best we can do is like cover it up because not everybody can really afford to laser it out and some and actually sometimes the lasering out of the tattoo actually can be harmful and as they said that when they laser it out is that they break big pigments into smaller pigments so that the body can absorb it now i have a problem with that i have a problem with allowing the skin to absorb the 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 the, the ink inside of us i i really have a problem with that but as i was saying let's not get off topic i just think that's just ew um but really though seriously it's not all lost for anybody who has already had a tattoo. You know, Yahuwah loves us. Yahuwah just wants us to become more aware of ourselves, more aware of our purpose, and how special we are to Him. He wants us to 
reject the world for the imaginary way that it's living the illusionary way that it's living not the way that he placed us here to live he wanted us to be royalty you know he wanted us to live above all these fleshy desires he said that he did not give a spirit of fear but a spirit of love power and of a sound mind he gave us self-control he wanted us he wanted us to be above ourselves and he wanted us to reign with dignity and integrity and he wants us to learn it now because afterwards we're gonna even judge angels and we can't be down here giving into these tiny little fleshy desires that rise up on us oh get a tattoo oh put on this you know all this makeup oh do this do that and it's like if we don't get to do it we're dying Doesn't that diminish us as a people? Let if something should really break us down, let it be something big to show how strong we are and our strength comes from Him. How can we be real leaders? How can we be someone that Yahuwah can approve of if these are the things that easily beset us? He wants us to be more than who we think we can be. So for those who are still thinking of getting a tattoo, I advise you, it is not a good idea. It's not supported biblically and it is really not supported historically. And we out there who say that we're serving Yahuwah and we're supporting this nonsense let me make this very clear there is a mark of the beast that is coming and it's going to be a visible mark as well as something else that is coming alongside it it's going to be a visible mark so when we are out there trying to make it look cool to people who are serving Yahuwah and trying to make it look like it's normalized just know that you out there are conditioning people to take the mark of the beast that's what you're doing and Yahusha is not pleased with you so I'm imploring you to repent to ask Yah to give you wisdom that you may change your mindset thank you again all my lovely people for tuning in to check out more or to contact me you can reach me at wattpad at kaleidoscope the pen or on wordpress at little kaleidoscope girl or on telegram Akodeshim Royale, or you can email me at littlekaleidoscopegirl at gmail.com. Thank you, and until next time.